Episode number 18. For those considering shoplifting, retail loss prevention agents have a message for you. This is the Crime School Radio Show, where industry experts discuss the business of fighting crime and prevention strategies for making places safe. Leading today's discussion is security expert, Chris McGoey. Welcome to Crime School. Shoplifters always seem to be surprised when they get caught. They thought they were so careful that they had the perfect plan, the perfect method, a scheme that nobody would ever detect. And they felt pretty comfortable once they concealed the merchandise and headed towards the exit that nobody was following them. They thought they were home free when they crossed that threshold and the loss prevention agent steps up in front of them and says, you're being detained for shoplifting and for that item you placed in your bag and failed to pay for. Come with me. At that moment, the shoplifter is shocked. They might have ruined their reputation. Any career choice they might have in the future might affect their criminal record for the rest of their life. Boy, do they regret it now and wish they had known better before they made that decision. Well, trust me, retailers would like to help in that regard. Retailers are not in the business of catching shoplifters, even though it seems like they have to be if they want to stay alive. Shoplifting costs retailers about $15 billion a year. That's billion with a B, by the way. $15 billion every year, and it's been rising for the last eight years. Shoplifting is a real profit killer. It just strips money off the bottom line. And it's a major factor in retail stores failing. We all know that shoplifting causes prices to rise. Nobody likes that, but what you might not know is that shoplifting costs people their jobs. If there's no profit, then there's no budget for employing people to work in stores. So thank you, shoplifters, for making it bad all the way around. So it's in the best interest of retail stores and merchants to somehow get the word out to shoplifters that there's a risk and a severe penalty should you get caught shoplifting in our stores. So here's 10 things loss prevention agents want shoplifters to know. Number one, the fact that retail stores do hire full-time retail loss prevention agents. Their sole job is to catch you shoplifting. Their job is to watch out for behavior and for shoplifters and to either prevent the act, detain those shoplifters, and maybe cause their arrest. Number two, loss prevention agents have special training. They're not ordinary staff. They've learned the ins and outs of the business. They learn all the techniques of thieves and how they go about their shoplifting, where they do it, how they're gonna do it, the methods and tools they're gonna use, and the techniques they're gonna use. So they're prepared for you, should you try it in their store. Number three, loss prevention agents really know their store. 
In fact, they know it better than you do. If you're a shoplifter, you're at a disadvantage in this regard. Loss prevention agents know every aisle. They've spent thousands of hours roaming the floors. They know all of their inventory. They know how items are priced, how they're marked, uh, how they're displayed. They know all the locations in the store where shoplifting is more likely to occur. They know all the angles. They know the best viewpoints. They know all the escape routes. So the odds are in their favor. If they have you in their sights as a shoplifter, they're in a better position than you are to detect you and stop you. Number four, loss prevention agents study shopper behavior. That's one of their advantage. They spend thousands of hours on a full-time basis watching people shop and occasionally watching people shoplift. Now, there is a difference. After watching thousands of shoppers, they all sort of act in a same way, shopping. They're focused on the items that they want to buy, and they, even though they have funky mannerisms sometimes and peculiar ways of shopping, uh, they do it in a similar way. Uh, shoplifters, on the other hand, sometimes stand out like a sore thumb because they don't act like shoppers. Because, after all, they have no intention to buy. They're there to shoplift, so they're more concerned about who's watching them, possibly, than the merchandise. So they tend to make a lot of furtive movements and act in a way that shoppers don't act. They might be uh, trying to carry merchandise from one aisle to another or over to a remote side of the store. So that's kind of a giant red flag. So again, loss prevention agents has an advantage over you. Number five, loss prevention agents practice profiling. Does that surprise you? Now, I'm not talking about the illegal profiling of protected classes. I'm talking about behavior in time, place, location, and activity. Shoplifters tend to act in a common way or a way where other shoplifters have acted before them. They, they, they have their favorite places. They have certain parts of the store, certain types of merchandise, certain mannerisms. They, they carry their bags or purses or they wear clothing in a certain way. That frankly makes them stand out to a certain degree. Almost like you uh, have this giant bubble over your head as you enter the store. And once you're identified as someone who is acting different, from a normal shoplifter, you're going to be the object of that loss prevention agent's attention for a while until you dissuade them. So they're definitely profiling and constantly scanning the store for those that don't appear to be good, honest shoppers. Number six, loss prevention agents are going to use technology to catch you. Very difficult one-on-one catching a shoplifter because shoplifters will circle around, they'll double back, they'll play all these different tricks trying to see if someone's following them or watching them. But they have an advantage over you. They can use video surveillance in the store. There could be 15, 30 cameras watching different aisles. You could have three or four cameras all watching you simultaneously from different angles in living color while being recorded. Sometimes they can even zoom in and read the time on your watch. So they don't have to be in the same aisle or even nearby to watch and record every move that you make. So it may make you feel comfortable that no one's watching you, 
when they actually are. There's also those pesky two-way mirrors up in the ceiling that might have a loss prevention agent behind it with high-powered binoculars. Again, watching all of your movements and especially what your hands are doing. They also have the ability to communicate by radio or by phone to alert other staff of what you're doing, where you're, what you're doing next, where you're going, and to arrange a reception for you once you leave the store. So be advised of that. Number seven, loss prevention agents work as a team. It's very difficult to act one-on-one with a shoplifter, so sometimes they'll trade off with other loss prevention agents. And they don't all look alike. It could be a little old lady. It could be a person who looks handicapped. It could be a, a, a young male. It could be a female. Uh, they could dress entirely uh, differently. It could look like a vendor stocking the shelf. You just never know. They also will take advantage of store staff. Loss prevention agents definitely communicate. That's part of their, their ability to leverage and to let people know in advance that you have just stolen something, what it is, where it is, if, when you're heading to the exit or to the checkout aisle, and everybody's alerted and waiting for you. As a shoplifter, you may think that nobody's aware what's going on, but everybody's just waiting for you. Number eight, loss prevention agents are trained to detain you. You've done your thing. You've concealed merchandise. You failed to pay for it. So now the store has to recover it. So it's important that the store do it in a legal and lawful manner. So loss prevention agents are trained to do exactly that. They know all about the elements of probable cause. So when they stop you, they're going to have good reason. They're going to know exactly what item you've stolen. They're going to know exactly what it is. They're going to ask for it back. They're going to approach you outside the store so there's no question that you failed to pay for it. They're going to tell you who they are. They're going to identify themselves. They're going to invite you back inside the store to address this situation. They're likely to have backup and they're prepared for you to resist or run. And they know all the legal ramifications about use of physical force. They've trained for it. They've practiced it. And they've arrested people before, just like you. Number nine, loss prevention agents document your crime. Unfortunately, it goes with the territory that once you're detained, that there's some legal criminal and civil liability attached to it. So it's very important to document everything. Retail stores have the advantage and loss prevention agents are trained to write a report and document everything. They're going to get statements of witnesses. They're going to preserve video surveillance evidence, if any. The physical evidence of your theft is going to be documented. Should you refute the the claim later or deny the charge later, They're going to have good documentation where you're likely not to have that. Number 10, loss prevention agents are going to use all the criminal and civil remedies available to them. If you have identification, whether you cooperate, and the value of the merchandise that you've taken may determine what happens to you. The easiest case scenario, you could simply return the merchandise, be identified, and released. If you refuse to cooperate, you fight, you try to run, 
it's likely that the police will be involved and you'll at least be cited or possibly taken to jail. You might be asked to sign release papers and you might be asked to agree to a civil remedy called a civil demand remedy where you will in effect be fined for all the trouble that you caused the merchant on this particular day. And often this is in lieu of criminal prosecution. So on your behalf, it's actually a, a pretty good deal. So shoplifters, be aware that this is not a casual thing. It's serious. It's big business. And the retailers are not going to stand for it anymore. So no upfront. If you decide to shoplift, you need to be prepared for the penalty that comes after should you be caught. Now, as a footnote, the, the estimate of shoplifting being a $15 billion loss every year came from the 27th Annual Retail Theft Survey that's put together by the University of Florida every year. So the numbers are absolutely staggering. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I try to present a variety of educational topics, but keeping with the theme of making places safe for people and property. The subject matter of Crime School is influenced by your feedback, so I encourage you to tell me about your ideas for future discussion. I'm always looking for a guest. If you have a particular crime or loss prevention expertise, you have a special legal background about liability, you have an interesting crime prevention product to review, or if you're a crime victim with a motivating story and outcome to share, I want to talk to you. Now, I'm not very active on social media. I'm old. What could I say? I don't quite get it, but I'm trying to learn. Meanwhile, I appreciate those who are active in social media to share these episodes, to attract others who may want to learn and benefit from this content. In fact, if you have an iTunes account and you want to help others find Crime School, please leave us a five-star rating and review. That will really help us be discovered. I invite you to join the Crime School community. We're all like-minded people. You could provide your email address on any web page, any opt-in form on the Crime School website. In this way, you'll receive immediate notification of any new audio or video episodes published, or any special events for that matter. Thank you for participating in Crime School and for doing your part in making places safe. This is the Crime School Radio Show with your host, Chris McGoey. We invite you to comment on today's topic and join the Crime School community. For more information and show notes from this episode, please visit crimeschool.com.